0: I went to South by Southwest one time. And I I don't know if it's the same thing as it is now, but... It's trash. You think so? I know so. Okay. Oh, that's (laughs) fair. I mean, we went there, uh, I want to say it was probably 2014. And it was on... uh, What street is that? Ninth Street, 7th Street, something like that? 6th Street. 6th Street? Okay, there you go. I knew it was some kind of number, but, bro, there were so many people that you couldn't even... It was like shoulder to shoulder everywhere you went through the whole thing. Every bar was
1: overbooked and then you walk off the sixth street and then there's like not south by southwest shows that are people in parking lots of the the donut place and all that kind of crap it's all just baloney at this point in time because the record industry isn't anything anymore and that was kind of like an industry convention all week and you go and check out bands and some bands got signed because a record exec walked by and noticed it was pretty
2: good joey i've been a few times Alicia. I was gonna say it wasn't that I mean, bad, right? It was pretty good. It was very busy. It, it was
0: ridiculous. They, it got it, stupid. Is all I'm saying for sure. <laughs> yeah, that part I could see, but it was it was so bad uh, when we were going in that they like the police were standing out there before you got onto it, and they said, you know put everything into your front pockets, don't keep it like, don't have purses, don't have anything like Because pickpockets were like really bad at the time. And I can see that. I think my wife said that she got something stolen from her, like while we were in the crowd or whatever. It was shoulder to shoulder and you'd go to like to different bars or whatever. And they had, that was probably the coolest part was every bar that you went to had a different band and a different feel inside there. So you literally go into one bar and you'd have this whole country show going on. And then you would jump out, go to the next bar and you'd have a whole hip hop scene going on. Then you'd jump out of that, go to the next bar, have R&B or like, it's just every single place that you went had something different. Not that that was cool. I, mean, I think that's like regular for 6th Street, but it was just way over the top. <laughs> it is regular for 6th Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. And, you know, it's a college scene in college town and stuff. And we were, we were probably, in, you know, mid-20s at the time. So now being 30s, bro, there's no way. I could never go back to anything like that.
2: Uber. You Uber there. Yeah. You Uber back
0: they had it figured out you know what i mean they had like a whole thing like kind of like a bus stop you would come to this like little uber thing or what was what the other one called it's like purple lift lift there you go you would walk up to it and like there would just be a line of ubers and a line of lift cars you just would get into and just drive off where you need to go to so they had it figured out man it was a it was a whole different thing the only reason i bring this up because there's a bunch of different shows coming up there's the burning man and uh there's another really big popular one coming up bro and i'm like i have zero want to do anything any of these shows? Any
1: of the big ones are trash, dude. At this point, it's just all trash.
2: I don't want to go to the store. Who wants <laughs> yeah. to <go>? I don't want <laughs> to go to the store. I don't want to go to the gas station. I don't want to go anywhere. Nowhere. I don't. I can't stand it. <laughs> and it's not because it's bad. It's just annoying. Coachella. That's what I was thinking of. Coachella. The other one. Have you been to those?
1: Coachella. Uh, it's horrible. horrible. I've been to plenty of music festivals. One. I went to Wakaruska like 2010 and that was like a pretty popular one at the time right total trash and then i've been to some smaller ones i went to waterloo fest in 2017 which was the first year best music festival i've ever been to because there was an advertisement it wasn't packed it was cheap beer there was plenty of room for me some pretty important bands playing and stuff like that so it was very enjoyable versus my experience at Wakaruska, which was packed Shoulder to shoulder, having to walk two miles back and forth from the campsite, advertisements everywhere.
0: Hold on, Ryan. You've never been to any of these kind of shows when you were younger? Now, I know now you don't want to go do any of that, but when you were young, you never went to anything?
2: Jimmy Buffett, dude. Ryan went to Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, he used to go to Jimmy Buffett every year. Yeah, okay. Okay. Which is, if you don't know, then you think this is stupid. But if you do know, I'm one of the coolest guys on the planet. That's right. We took a tent out. You take food. It's a couple of days, man, until the concert. Lots of stuff going on. Lots of stuff going on.
0: Wait, hold on. You get there before the concert?
2: <laughs> yeah, day before.
0: Okay. I tailgating. mean, I'm good for You're tailgating, tailgating but usually yeah. it's a sporting event kind of thing. You know what
2: I mean? Yeah, uh, there's a lot more going on than a sporting event. And <laughs> <laughs> a lot more sporting events than Jimmy Buffett events. This is the biggest tailgate you'll ever go to in your life. Unbelievable.
0: So you would go back <laughs> to that?
2: No. No. <laughs> Absolutely not.
0: You've moved past all that. Okay. I
2: got you. I'm No part of it. Look, it's very annoying. Like, you have to have the tolerance to deal with the dumb crap. And I don't. I don't. I'll watch it on my TV. I'm fine.
0: You're the guy that wants to watch, like, the 4th of July on your TV. You don't want to go outside and see fireworks, (laughs) bro. I I knew it.
2: (laughs) The 4th of July. Not on the TV. I don't want to hear it. I don't want my dogs going crazy. It it's annoying. That part I do understand. I don't. If you have kids, they're waking up. It's terrible.
0: I was gonna say, yep. Having a talk well, about even when he was a baby, I hated that man. I had such anxiety of him just waking up. You just get the baby down, and then it was like clockwork, man. The fireworks start going off, and you're like, oh my god, here we go.
2: These idiots around here do it at Christmas and Thanksgiving. With, <laughs> I don't understand, but they do. We have a
0: we have a <laughs> wedding venue behind this. It's probably about. I don't know, maybe four or five miles away from us. But about every third weekend on the, in the summer, they're firing off fireworks as well, doing their fireworks show. Whoever bought that firework package this week, you know what I mean? Terrible. Ridiculous. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, I will say I'm kind of moving past it. I'm kind of with Ryan on the music stuff, though. I would like to go down in Nashville. I've never actually been through like the music scene in Nashville. I would think I would give that a try. I feel like it's more of an older scene. I don't know. It's dying. So go quickly. Is it really? Yes. Yeah, is Nashville about, is right. dying. Now.
2: Everything's dying to Jordan. If it's music, he's too cool for it. If it's not Grateful Dead. Grateful Dead is it. No,
1: it's not about too cool <laughs> for anything. They're too cool for me. Oh, no, that's not about Grateful Dead at all. Other people who are legit musicians are like, this is crap now. This is crap. This is trash. I want out. Like who? Uh, Sturgill Simpson, Billy Strings. Uh, what
2: about Right Said Fred? Is he done? No. No. <laughs> no? All right. Well, look, I hope if, not. If I really the hope the second not. Vanilla Ice taps out. Let me know. <laughs> Vanilla Ice remodels houses. I mean, look, it's a side gig. <laughs> Rob Van Winkle slash Vanilla Ice, greatest entertainer of all times. I've seen him alive twice. He is the greatest entertainer of all times. First time I seen him was at a bar. In Amarillo, Texas, he was not Villain Ice. He was uh, Rob Van Winkle. He actually had a metal thing going on at the time. Yeah, the new metal. But thing. we didn't get any of that because when we showed up, he was like, "Look, I'm going to perform. It's me and my DJ. My band is in in drug rehab. Sorry." And we were like, "What? This is going to be terrible." It was awesome. He was amazing.
0: Hey, just real quick, two things. When you guys were kids, did you guys have the D.A.R.E.
2: program in your school? Yeah.
0: Yes. Didn't they make it seem like when you grow up and you get older that you were going to be fighting off drugs and people like offering you drugs like every corner?
2: Yeah, what they need to do is say that your great friend, your great friend who you think is cool, he's going to be the one. He's not going to shove it down your face. He's just going to be doing it. And you're going to need to have strength to say, yeah, not me. No. That's way harder.
0: Yeah, I guess, bro. But like, I couldn't even tell you to where to go find anything like that as an adult. You know what I mean? I just thought when we were growing up, I swear to God, they're it more in my face than it ever has been in my entire life as an adult. Never. Never has anyone in my life, I'm like, here, you want to try some drugs? No. That's never happened to me. I don't know. Maybe it's the crowd I'm running with, but... <laughs> Why do they make it seem like that's going to be a thing when you're growing up, bro? Like, it's not.
2: If you grew up in the 70s, they had commercials that said marijuana was going to fry your brain, too. So, like, okay, we get it wrong a lot. Reefer madness. I want to say that the big one with me was mad. Moms Against Truck Driving.
0: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Now, that one I understand.
2: These ladies, they were pissed. I remember the video that they showed on Channel 1. Is that a thing still? Yeah, I remember uh, Channel, Channel 1. Holy crap! And I was yeah. like, wow, these ladies are mad. They are mad. And, the, and I was like, the acronym's MAD. Here we are. I'm about to be 42 in a month. Do you remember it? I remember the video. I remember. Made an impression, yeah. Whatever they did, do that. They weren't saying, they never, I don't remember them ever being like, if you drink one drink, then you're going to kill everybody. You know, it was just, they were mad. Like, what are you guys doing? You're drinking, you're jumping in your car, and and you killed somebody. A That's trash. To me, that stuck with me all these years.
0: I don't mean to sound old school, but I will say, I think back in our day, it wasn't, unless you were like into whatever you were into, that's the only way you would know about it. Like you would have to go find it and stuff. But nowadays, I feel like it's so much more relatively available. For example, our school districts in our area have actually sent out like letterheads saying that they are contending with different types of drugs, primarily K2, and that like it's a big thing. And I guess the vaping and stuff is a big thing right now. And I don't remember any of that ever being an issue whenever I was growing up. And I was like, man, that, that's an interesting topic to to kind of tackle as a parent. Like, how would I coach Carson through this? I don't I don't know. I don't know what I would do besides, you know, obviously don't do it. Don't get into it and, you know, the lasting issues or whatever going down it. But, you know, it is kind of an issue, I guess, if the ISDs are sending it out. And these are like ninth grade academies and stuff that are coming out saying this.
2: Yeah, but you're looking at K2 as a... Which is weird. Is a chemical... Synthetic drug that is going to
0: synthetic, yeah,
2: potentially hurt you way worse well, that's gonna fry you. than even any other drug, right? Like, one dude may be great doing it, another dude literally die, go crazy.
0: So, I've seen this. Tackled a couple of different ways. When it came to like alcohol and stuff, there was always that one dad moment you had with your dad, right? Where he, you come up to your dad and he has the beer in his hand and he looks at you and he says, you want to try a sip? And then you try a sip and it's the absolute worst thing you've ever tried in your life. And you're like, and that lasts for you, you know, that, that lasts you probably until you're about 21 until you're interested again. Right. At least that was, that was it for me. Remember trying? I think it was Keystone that he was oh, drinking back in oh the God. day, which is oh, oh, awful, shame. bro. It was oh. awful. It, yeah, it might it might have been Budweiser. Oh, okay. Either way, they're on the same okay. stuff for me. Mm.
2: Um,
0: no, <laughs> I'm natty, not. Uh,
2: little natty light, oh, bud. Didn't hurt nobody. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Milwaukee's beast.
0: You know, but I, look, I'm not. I'm not judging how people do it or whatever. I'm just you know, I'm trying to get a game plan of how it goes. Like, what did y'all do growing up? Because that's kind of the experience I had. My dad was like, you know what, you want to try a sip of this beer. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Tried it. I think I grew one, like one chest hair at the time when it happened. And then that was like the end of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, was, my dad
2: was a preacher, was man. So there was no alcohol. There was there, none there of was that. There no, <laughs> no, no nothing. I think one time for his heart or stomach, he was required to drink wine. He brought home like the $2 wine that came in a huge jug. Yeah, or like the box wine. wine. Good yeah. God. You don't got no sauce? Yeah. Oh, you did. You did a good job. Good job, Mama.
0: How are you gonna talk trash with someone bringing it's you stuff? My favorite bro? thing
2: to do. <laughs> <laughs> Ask her for something. She oh, bring yeah. me a drink. And be like, "This is how you made it." Oh, thanks. <laughs> She'd be so mad. <laughs> anyway, he brought this jug home. It was an enormous jug of wine. He was like, "Well, I'm gonna have it out. So, let's try it." I was like, "All right." Smelled it. Smelled okay. Tasted it. It was terrible. It it was bad. That was my impression. But even when I hit 21 and I tried beer, and I have obviously tried it even before that, but it always tasted bad to me. To this day, it's very rare that I find something that tastes any good. It's bitter, not great. There are people who love it. You know, I don't know. I don't love it. Not my thing.
0: you got to find your flavor of beer, I guess. I like my light blondes. But why would I drink that much liquid whenever I could just have a whiskey, a Coke, and it does, you know, within two drinks, it does the same of like a a six-pack of beer? Why would I do that? That's kind of my thing on it. Like, why would I not just go ahead and drink a couple sips of the whiskey instead of just, you know what I mean? And I don't get, you know, people putting down 10 packs or 12 packs, whatever it is. Just, yeah, I can't, no.
2: If it's going to hurt me in the morning, um, no. I don't want to feel.
0: <laughs> okay, but that's everything you know, nowadays. You know I don't, what I mean? You get out of bed in the morning. You're taking a risk I, at this point.
2: <laughs> I mean, I hurt all the time. Yeah, that's a thing. It's not terrible. It's just if you drink too much and you're, like, tired and droggy and just... Don't feel that great in the morning. Uh, You drink too much. You're being stupid. Stop. It's not supposed to do that to you. You're not, that's not the point of this. So if you are doing that, you're acting like an immature idiot. Stop it. If you're going to drink, keep it to a minimum and enjoy your night and then go to bed. You can wake up feeling good and great, then you did it right.
0: Oh, um, yeah, I'm with you. I can't drink too much, bro. I get big and bloated and all that kind of stuff. The older I get, the more irritable my bowels get. It's not, not a good thing.
2: And your kids are watching you. If you're coming home trashed or you're just drinking a bunch all the time, and your kids are watching, you think they don't know? Of course they do. That's trash. Well, yeah. Don't do that. It's terrible.
0: What about you, Jordan? <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever dabble in anything younger?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean... Played football, dude.
0: (laughs) I think, see, that's where it is, right? Like, if you're going to run into anything like this as a youth, that's probably where it's going to be. But even then, bro, I don't feel like, even in the locker rooms, I never feel like I ran into anything before. No, nothing was ever
1: pressured or whatever. Uh, I didn't even, until college, and then... Playing college football at a podunk school. There's nothing else to do. Hey, we got a bunch of Keystone Light. All right, cool. Let's let's go. There's nothing else to do. So that's how that started. And then we started just playing Monopoly, really drunk. <laughs> Tiger Woods golf. I forget which year it was. I guess probably two thousand three,
0: two thousand four. <laughs> oh, that's that's the prime years of.
1: Oh, t- Tiger Woods, absolutely. It was fun.
0: I don't play golf. Not even a game. Nope. You will when you retire. Nope. Right. You're gonna have to find something to do when you retire. <laughs> Jiu Jitsu. Bro you can't do that Into your 60s There's no way
2: There's people that start In their 60s man
0: Bro, you're already hurting. It doesn't matter. As it is, it doesn't right matter. <laughs> that, that
2: one's worth it. That one's worth it. <laughs> that oh, <was> it? <laughs> it makes your mind feel good.
0: Well, anyways, I was just wondering. I mean, have, have y'all's schools or have you guys heard anything like that? Obviously, maybe your oldest one, Ryan, had dealt with something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just I saw a letterhead about it, and I was just like, oh, that's interesting. And I don't really know what they expect the parents to do besides educate their kids.
2: They were called jewels. I don't know what it is, too.
0: Oh, 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 yeah. It's a little electronics e-cigarette, pretty much. Yeah, liquid nicotine is pretty much what it is.
2: She said it. It was like a usb bro it exploded
0: yeah oh yeah it's it's just as big as about as usb it can be very very small but over the last like five years it has exploded uh with the younger generation and honestly i don't know have you ever smelled any before you've been around like hookah
2: yeah no
0: no. Okay. So it has a very, very fruity smell, just like hookah does. So it's very, very, you know, can easily attract you just by the smell alone because it smells, you know, kind of like a Swiss or sweet there, Ryan. You know what I mean? Something like that. And plus everyone's doing it around them. I don't know. I just saw that letterhead and I was like, huh, that's kind of interesting. I don't really know how I would address that with Carson besides just telling them, you know, just do your best to stay away from it and roll on.
2: Yeah. You got to trust them. That's pretty much all you can do. You got to trust them to do the right thing. Trust them if they don't, but they're not going to do the right thing. <laughs> They're most likely going to take a step the wrong way at some point in time. You'll have to deal with it.
0: For sure. As teenagers, we didn't, you know, we obviously, you and I didn't Mm -hmm. make the right choices all the time either. You know what I mean? (laughs) I still still make a
2: choice here and there and I'll be like, really, Ryan, that's what you just did. Okay. (laughs) Parents gave me like a strong will. So if I'm going to do the wrong thing, I usually go hard. If I'm going to do the right thing, I'm going to go hard. For the most part, I feel like I've chose the right path usually. But, you know, when I chose the wrong path, I usually fell flat on my face just as hard as humanly possible, which is also beneficial. You're going
0: to learn. Funny enough, I was actually filling one of my cars up with gas. And right across the way where I was, I don't like talking too much trash about Teslas, but this was funny to me. You know, gas is 4 or $5 wherever you are right now. And I look across the street and there's one of them like Tesla banks, you know what I mean, where it's like, you know, a row or two of fee charges or whatever. And the entire thing is full. Not only is it full, there is a line of about 20 cars sitting and waiting to use the chargers. And I just thought that was like ironic, right? Like you criticize us, Tesla owners criticize us for you know paying that much for fossil fuels, all that kind of stuff. Gas. If you're car number 29 out of 30 and it's a 30 minute charge, I mean I could be wrong. Maybe it's 15, 20 minute charges. I don't know. But even at that point, 20 minutes times 30, you know, you're spending your entire evening just trying to charge your car. That's kind of ridiculous to me, right? Like, Well,
2: first of all, you're a fool if you don't have a charger at your house.
0: Some people don't do that. I just noticed this. Like, some people actually don't install that because apparently it's an extra price and then you have to have, like, a certain...
2: It is. About $1,000.
0: Wattage and you have to... Get, okay, but you have to get it installed and stuff. Or is that all rolled into it?
2: So, it's 600 bucks. for it was, the wall charger. Otherwise, it takes, like, 48 hours to charge your car. Oh. But if you want it to do in a few hours... You buy the wall charger, and you got to pay about six hundred bucks for somebody to come out and put it in. See, that's not too bad. Every day you just plug it in.
0: And you could, can you roll that into the price of the car?
2: I mean, I guess you could. We just bought it, and I guess you could yeah. put it in, and it was great. And we had two Teslas. We used one wall charger. We could do it all in one evening. But if you're traveling. You're screwed. You're going to have to hit one of these chargers. You have to.
0: What I didn't know, so I, I I kind of delve into this because I was like, huh, I wonder why. So, A, a lot of people really don't buy that charger because they figure they can go hit other chargers, hit these banks. It was just one of them days where everyone had a charge. I kind of get that. The other part is some people who live in apartments, if you live in an apartment, why would you ever buy that? Because now you, can't, you don't even have the option to have that. And I think that's kind of what this is, is a lot of people living in apartments don't have a garage to put their car in or charge or stuff like that to do that
2: you need to talk to your apartment complex
0: you think that they would actually do that i know they would oh wow
2: a lady that i work with she really wanted a tesla but she was like there's no charging stations there's no order to plug it in why would i buy one and i was like I wonder if you just asked them and she did she's one day was talking to the lady and, and they were like you know what let me see how much it cost i don't know how much it cost them but they put one in there it was like one station but had like two hookups that came out the side oh wow they made those like Tesla parking or something like that. And she was like, it was great. I don't have to pay extra for the parking spot. There's only one Tesla in the whole complex. And I parked there <laughs> and charged every night. I
0: wonder, does like all the other cars, like the Fords, the any other car brand you have, Kia's or whatever, do they all charge with like Tesla too? Can they all, any car use any no. of them? So you have to, okay. No. So then what, what's the point of, no. of, of like, I just,
2: Tesla I, has an adapter that comes with it. Hook up to anything. Charge on the others charging stations. I don't know if the other ones come with a, with a little thingy, but every Tesla charging station I went to, well, not everyone, there's a lot of them that had, you know, let's say six stations, and then there'd be one or two that were another kind of electric car sure. that was tapped in there.
0: I saw a video of a Tesla stranded on the side of the road, and they pulled off, people who were videoing it, pulled off and said, hey, you know, what What do y'all need? Y'all good? Like, can we tow you anywhere? And they're like, we need to get to a gas station so we can get some gas. And they were like, but you're in a Tesla. They're like, yeah, we know. This exchange goes on for four to five minutes. And they were like, why do you need gas? We don't understand. This man walks to the back of his Tesla and pulls out an electric generator and says, I just need to fill this thing up with gas so I can charge my Tesla. And I'm like, if that is the extent of what you're going through <laughs> to keep your Tesla charged, yeah, then why do you? Yeah. I mean, it's a brilliant idea. That's a good move. I could <laughs> lie. It's smart. But at the same time, like
2: bro the world isn't ready yet oh it's it's getting there
0: i think at this point if that's what because all the commercials you can see on like on tv now for cars everything's electric every everyone's want to go electric all the advertising is electric then they need to have a charging station at every gas station that's what they need to start doing and like just
2: coming to so i know that tesla and some other companies were trying to contract with other gas stations like let's just say exxon or shell or qt QT or the whatever yeah they were i know they were trying to a contract with them because you, when you're traveling you will find some gas stations that have them i don't know how far away that is but that definitely is going to happen i think right now for if you're a small commuter you just literally live by where you work and you don't go over any places and it doesn't really matter like i learned your family household needs at least one gas vehicle need one yeah ain't no way that way you don't run no problems yeah no
0: way the other part was i guess during the winter like the battery operation like is very sporadic Yep. Like, if you have anything more than an hour long drive, even on hundred percent battery, don't make that drive because they can't guarantee that you'll be able to drive there and back. So, if you can't even go two hours, you know, an hour travel to and then an hour travel back on a hundred percent battery, that like, what's the point? Like I said, I'm not trying to knock Tesla particular. I'm not. I'm, I'm talking just electric cars in general. There's no reason for me to do it right now. It's just not. It seems more of a, a hassle than than to actually a benefit at this point. Now, granted, obviously the 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 foot the bill for the electric is nice, but. Even that's starting to get expensive.
2: I drove an hour and 10 minutes to work on 80% charge to and from. 80%? No problem. hmm It was usually about 10% left, which is very, very scary.
0: It, and I guess yeah. the car tells you, you know, <laughs> if you punch in your destination, how much you're going to have when you make it there or whatever. Like, it'll actually tell you a lot of stuff, which is cool.
2: It actually dang near stops. So, like, let's say it knows that there's nowhere to charge. It's going to pop yellow. And it's and, and before, before it turns red, and it's gonna say, you, "We about to slow you down." You'll be on the highway going like thirty miles per hour, and you ain't gonna go one one mile <laughs> over. Just it knows where you to need go. to go, oh, wow. and it knows how much you need to get there. And the slower you go, the less charge you use, and you literally put put. See, that's all interesting. the way there. It's a little embarrassing, but i've yeah i've been there.
0: <laughs> okay the other benefit now one benefit i did say, and i think we might have talked about this before is i guess you can program your tesla to go be like an uber by itself mm-hmm. and literally just go pick people up and make money for you like while it's parked yeah that's pretty wicked I ain't gonna lie like that is pretty cool and then obviously self-driving and stuff is cool i don't know what the other features are we talked about like the Hummer has like the crab walk like those kind of stuff is, is cool, pretty yeah. awesome yeah so I think I think we're moving in the right direction when it comes to vehicles and electric stuff. But right
2: now, it's just. Didn't the Ford have one that has like a generator that can generate your house? That's crazy. That is, that's kind of yeah. cool.
0: I think I the think Ford so, actually, The yeah. Ford Lightning actually, does that. I have to look that up. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's huge benefits then, right? Like that. Yeah,
2: that's that's, a, that's cool. You can't beat that. It's supposed to be very very fast. Looks just like a Ford truck, and then. It literally, if a, your electricity goes out, you can too. plug it in and that, that truck was made yeah. for that. <laughs> it worked out, yeah, it worked it out great. for him.
0: So Mother's Day is coming up around the corner. I think we're we're in April now, so we got we got a, pretty much a month until Mother's Day. What do we got planned, boys? What are we doing? Are we going all in, or have you guys even made it that far yet? Mm-hmm.
2: So I told you that how I do Mother's Day is it's dependent upon how they do Father's Day the year before. So I'm done. <laughs> I'm done getting ties. <laughs> I'm done getting crap. You get me a tie for Father's Day. You're getting a tie for Mother's Day. We're, you we're don't going. Do we're going like all that. in. No, you don't. No, you. don't. <laughs> no way. <You> nope. <laughs> Whatever she wants. <laughs> oh my God. Whatever she wants. Usually, because I, I don't like to go out to eat on Mother's Day unless she wants to go there. I'll cook. I, I'll if if it's much better to let her pick something to cook. I'll cook it. My wife. Maybe she's tooting my horn. She believes that my cooking's better than restaurants, so she would. We've talked about this. That's what she says. We
0: talked about this. It's just so you can cook. (laughs) Just so you will cook. (laughs) But you grill so good,
2: mother. But Mother's Day is a free day for her. If she wanted to go out, she could. Normally, she wants me to cook.
0: Okay, but do you do you believe that there's a double standard between Mother's Day and Father's Day? There's absolutely a double standard, right? So so Mother's Day, Mm -hmm. mom gets the day off, but Father's Day, you need to spend time with your kids and your family. (laughs)
2: <laughs> you're gonna grill <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna cook. exactly
0: you need to yeah. make that happen right
2: now i've complained about it enough where she'll do something if you know whatever you want ryan i mean do you do as much as moms do i don't i'm not gonna lie i don't right. i'm not as important to my kids as my wife is it kind of is what it is i'm not saying that dads aren't as important i guess you could say but it's still no bro i, I do what, what does she do on a daily basis it's unbelievable or excuse me the importance of the mom to the child, especially when they're young. Sometimes they need dad, but there are just times where mom is the bomb. Oh, there's no comparison. And they're just yeah. only going to accept mom. Yeah. And and so you get a mom, you get a mother's day or if you're going to, you know, I guess it, they used to shop a lot, but, but we we get ours are delivered to the house now. A <laughs> so little shop on Amazon for the County day. Is that, is that
0: a day off? <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, she, she doesn't have to do too much there, but she does. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, uh, I think spa day is what kind of where I'm going at with it. And then obviously cooking her favorite meal. So I'm between the two. So I, I I do like to cook for her, but she also likes to go to one of her favorite uh, Hispanic type restaurants. Likes to get her tacos. I ain't mad at her. Yeah, like her margarita, her tacos. I think that's kind of the thing where we're going with. The first year that Carson was born was the first year of the pandemic as well, 2020. And I kind of mm-hmm. underplayed Mother's Day because there was really not much to do. And let me tell you, she hung me up for about six months for that one and did not let me forget it. So I will never make that mistake again. That
2: was your Father's Day. Uh, That was your Father's Day.
0: Yeah, no, she made sure that I knew that, you know, if I didn't prioritize Mother's Day, Father's Day was not prioritized either. Uh, It was was a learning experience. It was, you know, when I was a rookie and I didn't understand everything. And, you know, I I kind of viewed it like Valentine's Day. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you... If you do something on the day, that's great. If you don't, you know, you make it a priority sometime in that week to go take her out to dinner or whatever, just to make, yeah, no, I messed that up completely. So from here on out, I will never make that mistake again. She is going to have a bomb Mother's Day, every Mother's Day. It's going to happen.
2: Yeah, you have to make a big deal.
0: you got to make a big deal out of it, right? And I, yeah. I think celebrating the little things is very important, too, when you're doing it. But uh, Mother's Day is one of the ones that, guys, you you got to get right. I know they say it's up to the kids and all that kind of stuff, but let's be honest. It's up to you to make this happen. Don't fall into that trap where the kids are just going to give her some cards and you're going to, you know, make her breakfast or whatever. No, I think you need to be planning and going all out. Now, I could be wrong. That's just how I feel about it and how I think it should go.
2: Jordan, what are you eating? Fajitas. Oh, I had fajitas too, but I cooked mine.
1: <laughs> didn't it came out of the bag.
2: Hey, so, Jordan, the last time you had fajitas at my house. Yes. How many did you eat?
1: I don't remember, but probably plenty.
2: Give a guesstimation. Four. I know exactly how many, just so you know. Six. It's what a, solid, six? It's a, a solid, solid guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> six very oh, large faces. <laughs> was like, hey, man, this is pretty good. <laughs> oh, I'll eat another one. I'm like, all right, here you go. Then he ate another one. Then he had another one. I was like, well, look, <laughs> it's all right here. Do your Help thing. Help yourself. <laughs> and he had like six or seven. I was like, okay, bro. There's no way he's gonna go back for more.
0: George's <laughs> like, you underestimate my power.
2: He stopped, but I think it was out of a, like pure shame or something. Like he was just like, well, all right, nobody else has been eating for like an hour. I'll just chill. I'll chill for now. I, I don't know what that was. I was like, I
1: was being I'm, trying to be polite. Yeah. Just,
2: <laughs> eating eating six and seven is not being polite, right? Like that's well. That's,
1: I didn't even notice until I was like, oh crap. That my
2: kids still talk about it today. I mean, whenever we do fajitas, they'll be like, remember Uncle Jordy? He loves them. <laughs> Uncle Jordy loves these fajitas. <laughs> I do like a good fajita, I ain't gonna lie.
0: But you gotta do it upright. You gotta have the vegetables, you gotta have the sour cream, all that kind of stuff. I don't like doing the street ones. I gotta, gotta be the, the big, nice, thick ones too. <laughs> Sounds kind of dirty. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Here we go again. Oh, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she mm. said. <laughs> got to watch what she's saying <laughs> in this
2: podcast. Yeah, buddy. I would like to talk about, first of all, let's give a hint to next week that I want to talk about moving. Physically moving cities, towns, and the effects on your kids. And what's more important? Is your job more important? Is your kids more important? What decisions do you make for that? So we're talking about the after effects slash if you choose not to move. How did that affect you? Did it help your kid while you're miserable in your job? I'm just teasing next week. That's how you should do it. Be prepared.
0: Okay, well, I do have one question for you, Ryan. You've had three kids. How do you get your kids to try new foods, bro? <laughs> because at this point in my life, I told myself I'd never be here, but I am now making like three different meals. You know what I mean? Just to get my child to eat every dinner. And I don't know how to address this properly because, you know, I'll, I'll scoot him some, you know, green beans. Throws them. Not happening. Okay. Well, that's what we're having for dinner. We're having spaghetti or whatever it is. Sometimes he'll eat it. Sometimes he won't. But I feel like if I don't give him food and I send him to bed hungry, like that's a failure on my part as a parent. And I'm not okay at accepting that yet. So I end up making, you know, what I know he likes. He likes macaroni. He likes chicken nuggets. He likes all that, you know, typical kid stuff. And I gotta lie, dude, like it's kind of starting to become a struggle for me to actually get him to eat what we're making and not actually just cooking a whole different dinner for him. I've been looking up tips on how to kind of work through it and stuff. It's pretty much just softly kind of introducing him to more foods or having him eat less during the day, like snack throughout the day. And that way when dinner time comes, he kind of eats more during that time. And then which meal do you want to prioritize breakfast, lunch or dinner and going from there? Because, you know, when you're two years old, your, your stomach is only you know this big. So he doesn't need a lot of food throughout the day. I just feel like it's kind of ridiculous that I'm making two to three, well, two meals, you know, amount my, of my wife's meal, and then his meal
2: for dinner. Any pro tips? It depends on how all in your wife is.
0: It, it depends because, you know, she works 12-hour shifts. She comes home and she's just ready to come home to a meal. You know what I mean? After 12 hours where she works, it's kind of tough. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to say it falls 100% on my shoulders because it doesn't. She definitely supports me in it. But, you know, I'm telling you that it's more of a me thing. Like I have trouble sending him to bed hungry. Like I will definitely break week before she does. hundred percent. You're going to tell me just to <laughs> to man up or <laughs> I get it. I get it. I just tell you, you know, it's like a thing that we're going through right now and introducing new foods to him is kind of tough. Everybody
2: does it. Like I still do it with my kids. Now I have compromised a little bit. Oh, so it, it doesn't get better. <laughs> no. Okay. And no, especially <laughs> with the foods that my wife likes. Made some kind of shrimp and olive something today. I didn't even eat what? it. It was terrible. Like black, black I, olives? Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was terrible. Absolutely terrible. She loved it. She, <laughs> ate, she ate it. Plenty of leftovers for her for the rest of the week. Just terrible. It kind of is what it is. What we decided to do was say it's spaghetti. Sure. One of the kids doesn't like the meat sauce, so he eats noodles. We just separate them. Eats the noodles. Okay, see, that's gonna look good. Yeah, I
0: I would be willing to do something like this, but there's also no. I'm at the point where there's no guarantee. Even if I were to do that, that he would even eat that. He's gonna eat the garlic bread. That's what he's gonna eat, and only the garlic bread.
2: Yeah, you can't offer that garlic bread. Period. Yeah, at that point, we do a lot of rice meals. We separate the rice from the other stuff. So, like, let's say we're doing gumbo. They're gonna eat rice. They're not eating gumbo. (laughs) They're not doing it. Yeah, it's fair. They've never even tried it, and they're not going to. Looks terrible to them. They're not touching it. Whatever. Here's your rice. Eat it or don't. But no, we're not doing anything extra. We're not. I'm not cooking another meal. I'm not giving them nothing. Here it is. But I do understand that if we're cooking gumbo, they're not eating it, and you're kind of a a douche if you are going to make him do that. Yeah, I'm, not,
0: I'm, not, I'm, I'm I'm cool with making in-mill adjustments like what you're talking about. The problem is trying to get that kind of point across of what you're saying is this is what we're making kind of a deal without being an ass about it. It's hard when he doesn't know what you're saying. He kind of gets your tone and he knows basic words at this point. He knows eat, food, snacks, blah, 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 basic. He can't put words together. So it's like, I'm getting mad and I'm like, I don't know how to communicate to him that this is frustrating me. And he doesn't understand that I'm mad or why I'm mad. He just knows that he's not eating that. That's not going to happen.
2: And you need to be okay with that.
0: I know. And that's the problem what I'm going through right now, bro. And it's like, it's, this is a me problem. This isn't really.
2: Just agree with him, man.
0: I know. But is this this not like a a thing that like we go through? It's not easy. Okay. It's not easy. I get it. I'm just trying to to be wrong. He's not going to die. With the the podcast. I'm just trying to be real. Like this is part of it.
2: It's tough. He can go like seven days without eating, bro. It's, it's,
0: uh, yes, but he's, if he goes a meal, bro, I feel like I didn't do my job. It's it's a hundred, I know it's crazy.
2: You you're wrong. I know I'm wrong. He didn't do his. He didn't yeah, okay, that's fair. You hand him the food, you cook whatever you're gonna cook. If it's food that you know he likes and he's gonna eat and he chooses not to, he's punking you. Just literally be like, All right, if he throws it, he shouldn't be throwing his food anyway. So look, it's going it's in the trash. Have a nice night. Until he wakes then up do that at a two times. in
0: the morning, and now I have to go in there and address it like that. You know what I
2: mean? One way or another, yeah, I'm going to have, have to it, go address it. it e- you will be punished for making good decisions, <laughs> <Period>. <laughs>
0: That's terrible, bro. <laughs> I hate it. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the little nuanced but, stuff of parenting that it's it's hard to deal with, even though it's an easy situation. It's, it's stupid, right? Because if I just give it to him, there's no issue. If I give him his chicken nuggets and mac and cheese, then we're good. But if I force the issue and make him eat like we're supposed to, like making good choices, then there's an issue. And it's really, it's kind of this, I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. And I'm kind of like in this emotional place where I don't know how to balance it with him because I Can't really communicate with him, but he's communicating me with me. The what, like I know what he's trying to say, but he has no idea what I'm trying to say. It's just this really weird place to be, and I'm not feeling zen about it right now. I've been it's been stressing me out, Mm -hmm. and I feel like this is not the end of the world, though. No, of course not. Even if you break
2: week, it's not like okay, like a lot. Most of us break week. But let's be honest,
0: we're gonna. I'm dealing with this three times a day. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: it's that you know that kind of issue. If you go hard at breakfast, I promise you, dinner is going to be great.
0: Yeah, and look, I've, I've done other things. He's he going to eat dinner. So like in breakfast time, he eats really, really well during breakfast. So we'll make his whatever it is, his waffles, whatever he's having. I've noticed that if I give him his juice, like orange juice or something before, he'll down the orange juice and then won't eat his food because he has a stomach full of orange juice. So I've had to switch things around and had to you know not give him snacks throughout the day. So he'll eat better at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day. So that's kind of how I'm managing it now is his, his food management throughout the day. Well, the pediatrician has told us Just let him eat when he wants to eat. That's what they've told us. If he's hungry, let him eat. They're gonna tell you when they're hungry, when they're ready to go. And like, you know, when you talk to them about it, they kind of think it's ridiculous. Which, you know, they get kids rolling in and rolling out all day, so they're just like, okay, whatever. And I've said this to them, and they were just like, look, he has a different dietary needs than what an adult does, right? He's on a different energy level. He's on a different sleep schedule. He's on a different like like food level than you. So you can't put your adult rules onto him. It doesn't work that way. And I'm like, I, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, like, this is how he's going to have to adjust to this. Like, we, we eat yeah. three square meals Stop a day. It. Like, you can't just tell – what they're pretty much telling me is just do what he wants to do, and I just don't think that's good parenting. No, but at the same time, <laughs> you, you can't be mad at your kids if they're not hungry. If your kid's not hungry, they're just not hungry, and you can't be
2: – You shouldn't make them – Exactly. No, that part is fine.
0: You can't be mad at them if you give them a bowl of rice or whatever and they're just not hungry and they don't eat anything. Like I understand that that's more of a personal problem for me yeah. that I got to be okay Put with. Put the it. rice in
2: the fridge, when he's hungry, heat it back the, up and hand yeah, it to see, him.
0: Yeah, see, I'm cool with that part. That's That Which part is true. fine. But the lines do get blurred between those two, though. You know what I mean? It, mm. It's easy to blur those two oh, lines yeah. together. And being able to separate that inside your head is kind of an issue, too. But I'm, I'm trying to have these thoughts and I'm trying to get it all together, bro. But it is something that I've been struggling with. I'll update y'all in about a month or two. <laughs> Let y'all know how it's going.
2: My <laughs> wife wouldn't even give my kids sandwiches for lunch at school. They didn't like the lunches at school. So she was trying to make lunches and make them healthy for them. She did that for like a year. And I was like, You're nuts. Make them a PB, PM, what do they call it? PBJ BBJ, sandwich, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah. Give them that. Give them a ham sandwich. Like, Who cares? Put, put some chips in there and call it a day. And she was like, No. No, that's not healthy. My wife gives them a lunchable or a sandwich <laughs> every day. <laughs> Love lunchables. Just yeah. Point in time, and tells them to make it themselves. You going to grab a lunchable. We're not wasting a bunch of time with something you're not going to eat anyway. Because the sandwiches come back half eaten. Especially little mama. She eats the snack and the chips, and the sandwich will be sitting there. Yep. We don't care. Okay. At that point in time. We don't care. Fair enough. But then she comes home and eats five fruit lo- fr- fruit roll-ups, <laughs> in the and, and, and then pukes everywhere. and then, yeah. it,
0: yeah. and then hides
1: donuts in the Ooh. bed.
2: Three bags. There was three bags of of Stop. the you know the little frosted donuts. Yeah, Probably for a few weeks we've legitimately thought like, and she's really listening. She's not complaining about not having snacks. We were like, you know, because we we limited her snacks, and <laughs> she was not being complaining. Like, oh, okay, no snack. All right, cool. <laughs> And we've we, and been through this before and didn't think anything of it. it. was like, well, she's getting pretty good. All right. The babysitter found it. it was like, I know you can't have three donuts, and three bags of donuts in your room, Layla. I was like, oh, my God. Here we go again. <laughs> Here we go. Was it the good ones, though? Was did, it the chocolate covered or the powdered yeah. donuts? Yeah. It's the chocolate frosted ones. There's no ones, way, bro. Three, I would bags. never
0: lose accountability of those because I like them too much. I don't eat those. Bro. That's where the problem lies. You got to get stuff where you would eat yeah. when you would like. Because if you don't like it, then you're never gonna, you're never gonna care about it.
2: Yeah, I don't even know that. I didn't know we bought
0: those. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> Ashton, nothing, nothing like that.
2: He rolled over one time on his bed with a bunch of chips, but it, we heard the like the crinkle noise of the chips, and we're like, bro, that's, yeah,
0: I. What? <laughs> I think you've said this before. Where kids aren't gonna go hungry, they're gonna find a way. Don't yeah, figure they'll not. figure it yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's part of figuring it out. Yes, go bloom. <laughs> Life will find yeah. a way.
2: No snack? Gotcha. You go to sleep. would would them
0: I think I'm, I'm with you. I'm just going to lock <laughs> the dang thing up and whatever. Yep. We'll, we'll go from there. All right. This part of the podcast, we're going to take a step over to Jordan's course.
1: All right, guys. There's a movie very special to my heart. Joey, I don't know if you've ever watched this or not. But to me, it's Kurt Russell's best movie I'm of all time. Game, aren't I? Period. End of story. This is how I knew that my wife was my wife. Can I
2: can I guess it, Jordan?
1: Oh, yeah, I figured you already know it. What is it?
2: Is it Big Trouble in Little China?
1: It is. It is Big <laughs> <in> Trouble <Little China. laughs>
2: It's his best this work. This is Stephen Carpenter's <laughs> masterpiece.
1: He did the soundtrack to it. He did everything. It mixes every genre of movies together. It is a gem, a diamond in the rough, if you will. It's an amazing movie.
2: It's not one that you think of. It's not one that I've ever heard anybody ever really talk about. It is legitimately awesome movie. It is a great movie.
1: Released the same weekend as Return of the Jedi, which was the problem. Uh, (laughs)
2: That
0: is a problem. (laughs) Not his best move. There's no way. (laughs) Uh, Look, can I just say this? I've never, I know of the movie that you're talking about. I've seen it, like seen like the cover art and stuff. I've never actually watched it before. Shame on me. Got you. Yes. It's funny that you guys know him for that, but if I start listing some of these movies that I know him from, it's a whole different, like, film and his, like, place in his life. I know him from Guardians of the Galaxy. I know him from uh, okay. Fast and the Furious. And uh,
2: it's crazy, <laughs> right? Was. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's trash. I,
0: I didn't know he was in that movie. He was in. I didn't know
2: he was the Fast and the Furious. I've never seen
1: Fast
2: and the Furious. Fast
0: Nine, I think. Me neither. It. Uh, seen none of he was in Deepwater Horizon. I, they do I know keep releasing not wow. uh, And then the Hateful Eight. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Hateful Eight, but he was awesome in that. Scene. Love the Hateful yeah. Eight, and he was yeah, yeah, great in that. That's and then the yeah. last one that I know him from is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't know if you've ever seen that one, but that was awesome too. It was a crazy, crazy. You don't movie. know Escape oh, from New York? Nope. All his no. younger, like his stuff when he was younger, like I'd never really. And I know he was like an action star back in the eighties, but like, oh, he's awesome, yeah. yeah but his yeah. his later work, he's kind of Started more like Disney. in a father
2: like ish role, I guess.
0: As they go to, yeah. that's kind of how I know him. More. Uh, he he made that progression,
2: yeah. So the big trouble of China is he's an action hero, but it is hilarious. It is a funny, supposed to be funny movie. <laughs> is it cl- almost like a Satire. spoof, but not a spoof on yeah. like old. Japanese movies or something. I don't know, like old oh, karate movies or martial art movies. Yeah,
1: so oh, martial arts movies mixed with LA, uh, a comedy, mixed with patch. a horror movie, mixed with oh, yeah, it's, it's everything. Snake. Yeah, of course. Escape
0: from New York. Which one came no, first, Escape L.A. or West New York? Yeah, Snake. New York. Oh, yeah. no, New York did come. Yeah, yeah, that one's. Oh wow, that's a huge dude. Escape from New York came in eighty one. L.A. came in ninety six. That's a yeah. fifteen year difference.
1: So wow. he did the thing before Escape from New York. So he was John Carpenter's main lead actor oh yeah so he did a thing then he did escape from new york uh, he did another one after that and then big trouble in little china and big trouble in little china i think everything kind of came
0: together he, in, he was in a western oh, movie too i'm trying to find it uh tombstone hey, he was in tombstone yeah yeah oh, he
2: was tombstone. In. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. awesome yeah
1: it's a star he
2: was mate. also I mean, in i believe he's in a movie called soldier which was yes, a is. very good movie that nobody ever done. Oh, of.
0: I see Soldier right here on his yeah. filmography. That's interesting. 1998. Very good mean movie. He was I cut up back one. then. Yeah, Look at this one. dude. Wow. Oh yeah. See yeah. this is it's funny it's funny seeing him like this younger because whenever I think of 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 Kurt Russell, I think of the older oh, the, the, yeah, the like you know, gray <laughs> hair. Like that's yeah. what I think of. It's just funny between the generations of who and how we think of these different stars. Disney
1: child star before any of John Carpenter, he was the first guy from Disney to really make a change in their career to separate themselves from Disney. Like before Miley Cyrus, before any of that kind of stuff, Kurt Russell did it.
2: He paved the way. I'm pretty sure that Justin Timberlake and <laughs> who was Britney the, who Spears, you know, Britney Spears <laughs> kind of take the lead before Miley, Miley Cyrus, but
1: yeah, oh exactly. But I'm saying you know she's known for separating herself from his yeah
2: she had like TV shows and stuff, right?
1: Yeah. It was cool to see Kurt Russell's kind of like him trying to figure stuff out. And it's crazy that he got in cahoots with John Carpenter because that dude is out there. (laughs) I mean, they live Roddy Roddy Piper. Who would ever think to put Roddy Roddy Piper in a sci-fi movie
0: like that? I have a question. Like that's crazy. Do y'all consider okay Mel Gibson part of that action hero genre back then. Yes. From the eighties? The Road Warrior. Yeah, he totally. Okay, so I'll just making sure because there, there's a couple on the list that yeah. I'm looking at and you guys have never mentioned Sigourney Weaver is on the top ten list as well, as as well as Mel,
2: f- Mel Gibson. Oh, uh well Alien. Mel Gibson yeah, I mean, and, and Tom Cruise am I like I don't like them as human beings. <laughs> <laughs> but they did some good
0: movies. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Totally. I'm not
2: gonna talk about them Damn very he much. He knows
0: story structure as South Park. Admitted. What about What about Sylvester uh, Stallone? <laughs> Adrian. Love him. Okay. Oh,
1: he took. He, he took a big chunk yeah. of
2: that. Him yeah, and Schwarzenegger absolutely. were the Schwarzenegger's top the top
0: number two. three. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Willis is number two, and they have the number one action star of the '80s being Harrison Ford. Which
2: uh, what? What I, have. I mean, look, I star, star Wars. Come on, guys! Star Wars, hey, Star in, Wars, Jones. yes, well, Indiana Jones, do, and, and come, like Indiana
1: Jones, yes. Okay, fair enough. In my face, R- Raiders of the I Lost I Ark, nineteen eighty-one.
2: think that was like the biggest Massively movie, huge, it was so big. I
1: got Raiders of the Lost Ark from a Happy Meal thing at McDonald's. That's how I got that VHS. It, there was the. I still remember I don't, getting I don't, that. Will it? Ruth <laughs> it was really good too. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so awesome. you guys all are familiar with the uh, the the music from um, Indiana Jones, the dun, da 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 that one. Yeah. Uh, so Harrison yeah. Ford recently yeah. got on a stage, and I think it was at one of those like award shows. It wasn't the Oscars where somebody gets slapped. It was one of the other ones. And uh, he was going to present an award, but that music played. And he immediately walks up there and he says, "You know, this music plays everywhere I go. No matter where I go, this music is freaking playing." He was like, "I literally was getting a colonoscopy last week, and for some reason, that music was playing (laughs) as as I was getting a colonoscopy." (laughs) Like, that's freaking awesome, bro. So, I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all. Okay, I don't mean to take this over, Jordan, but do you think Harrison Ford is? So, here's the list. I'm just going to recap. I don't think he's the top one. Arnold. To me, Arnold's the top. Okay, Arnold's your number one now.
2: Okay. That's because of how we grew up. It's different. That's very true. As far as blockbuster movies, legitimate movies. Oh, Harrison Ford takes it. you, You can't argue with Harrison Ford and Bruce Willis. Like that's okay, that, yeah, that's
0: that's number that, one, number two, number three is Arnold Schwarzenegger, four is Sylvester Stallone, five is Sigourney Weaver, six is Mel Gibson, seven is John Cawley, damn, eight <laughs> is Kurt Russell, nine is Peter Weller, who I think did. Who's Peter Weller? Please, I have no idea who that is. Robocop, that's the guy for Robocop. Oh, Robocop. Oh, okay, yeah, terrible. He yeah. was in like one movie. <laughs> there was a bunch of those. <laughs> number ten was Chuck Norris. So that was their top ten list of oh, action.
2: Def- he should have. He should have been top Robocop five. Robocop guy. Yes, I think, yeah, I think yeah, he kind of beat beats Robocop, out yeah. Kurt Russell too, right? I'd like a Norris and maybe John no. Clyde. You don't
0: think that he's above because, them? Well, you think he's not? No,
2: don't forget that Chuck Norris was not in e.
0: the Octagon
2: when you're talking about bro Chuck Norris. He was in Bruce Lee movies. He wasn't the star. How he was, was Bruce
0: Lee not on this list too? That's true. I forgot about him. He died. Okay, he died. but still, he had dude some of the best movies. Well, you're
1: talking about from the '80s and Chuck Norris. Wasn't in Bruce Lee movies anymore. He got canon deals just like Jean Claude Van Damme did.
2: Okay, hold on. I'm looking at Peter Weller here. Hold on. RoboCop, RoboCop two. Eh. Ventures of Buckaroo Banshee across the world. The <laughs> no idea. That, that's a
1: cult movie. That's a cult movie. That, yeah, don't even. What do listening to us right now?
0: Those like, are
2: terrible. How do you not know no, who Peter Weller Stone? Is? <laughs> <laughs> we'll I don't see anything great here in the '80s. RoboCop was a good movie. RoboCop Two RoboCop. was terrible. Yeah,
1: RoboCop was awesome, but that's that's it. Like,
2: yeah, I know him in Longmire. This is all well past the '80s. He did Star
1: Trek. He did Star Trek. He, did, star like the, Trek. The he newer, did some other
2: stuff that like is good. It's just not from the '80s.
1: It's not amazing. Yeah, from the
2: '80s. No, I mean RoboCop is all you could say. Chuck Norris did a lot of TV shows. I don't know that he did a lot of great movies. He was usually the other guy. He was not the star. Okay, uh, of the you're ones I remember: the
1: Octagon or Missing in Action. Missing in or, Action was good. I,
0: no. I ain't gonna lie, I would probably if, if that was my same list, I would probably take off Sigourney Weaver. No shade at her. Oh, no. dude, just the no, alien dude. movies, no. Aliens, dude. Ghostbusters, aliens. bro. Come on, man. Okay, I'll give you Ghostbusters, Aliens. He, okay, okay, aliens. I'll switch her to Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell wasn't a thing for me. He, she can go to eight. Kurt, no, she can stay at five. Kurt Russell would go off, and I would. I would move up. No, you, no, I would leave everyone as I. I would just put number ten, Jackie Chan. Ain't gonna lie, I'd probably put Jackie Chan on this list. Okay, okay. Do you, it, it, the, like, I'm looking story, at all his movies. Like um, I know him from more of the 2000 stuff, but look at all these movies that he has in the hell he has.
2: They were terrible. They have you seen them? <laughs> They're terrible. Nobody watched that. Police
0: story was
1: good. Police story has Paul Rudd. <sighs> Police story is awesome. I mean, but that could have been the '90s. I, but I his later
2: was the stuff 90s. wasn't that bad. You know what I mean? Like he it was had, really good. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, his but, later stuff was awesome. I couldn't yeah.
2: Get, yeah, he had he had a time. His latest movie that he did, which was like a real serious movie, I loved it. Y'all ever seen Drunken Master? Or,
0: uh, Jackie Chan. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was solid. It's alright. Yeah. Now he did do some bad ones, like the tuxedo. Terrible. Uh, what was it the uh, the re the remake of the Karate Kid? Get the hell out of here! I can't I can't go with that. I I like I did like all the rush like hours, it. bro. The rush hours were it for me. I love
2: rush hours. Very good, very good.
0: Chris Tucker though it really helps. Hold <laughs> yeah.
2: on, Jackie Chan. I bet you. Rumble in, in I can find the Bronx, the
0: Shanghai Nights.
2: Rumble in the Bronx is really good. He, he had some
0: good like bro. His Police filmography story, is pretty solid, good. even from back in the day. What the hell is Thunderbolt? There are some on here that I'm like, I've never even known any of these. Yeah, you're not going to know some of
2: them. He had a kind of like a steady staircase. Big and little wog tin bar. That was in 1962. you all remember a movie called (laughs) The Medallion?
1: The Medallion, yeah, I remember it.
2: Hey, he was in Enter the Dragon. I had no idea. Yeah. The Young Dragons, nope. 1976, 1980s. He had a time
1: in Hong Kong, too.
2: Drunken Master, which I have seen. Okay, so yeah. this is what I'm talking about. Like you if
0: I'm gonna make a top ten list, I would include all those guys before, but I would put Jackie Chan on there and probably drop out Kurt Russell. Sorry.
1: Dude, watch Big Trouble Little China and then come back. That's fair. Yeah.
2: That's fair. Big Big Trouble Little China is really good.
1: Dude, it's okay. amazing.
2: When you heard Kurt Russell's name back in the day, you were expecting an action film. You were expecting yeah. something good. Did he play in Ghost? No, that's Patrick Swayze. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, my bad.
1: I mean, Roadhouse. Patrick Swayze could have been
2: uh, on he there. He could be up there. Yeah. Roadhouse is really the only thing I remember him in. Yeah, <laughs> Roadhouse. Roadhouse.
1: Uh, good family I, guy look, moment. I, um, I,
0: I will say, I do I do appreciate y'all's 80s genre going on. Uh, but if you had to name, <laughs> like, who is your favorite actor of all time? Just, just, I just want to see the the difference between the three of us. If you guys would go 80s, 90s, or if you're going to go someone modern. Well, Okay you start Oh, first, Tom then... Hanks is my number one for sure hands down just actor actor actor, actor actors actor. I don't care who just it is anybody out. who does anything uh, I would say Tom Hanks is my number one just because every time he steps into a role he's so immersive To like you you don't see Forrest Gump every time he steps onto whatever he's doing you know what I mean like it's not like he doesn't he, very well very 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 good, very, very good. Yeah. does a really good job for for for, for me
2: actor of all time are we saying all time? Or are we saying
0: just your favorite? I'm going to be all time for you. If I had, if look, I'll give you a, a a top three. Would that make it better for you? Sure. Yeah, I'll give you Tom Hanks, Denzel Washington, and oh, the third one's. So you grew up in the nineties? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Denzel's one of my favorites for sure. Man on Fire, unbelievable. Love that movie. Uh, the second ones between, I do, I do like Morgan Freeman. Samuel Jackson cracks me up a lot. Um, he, he, I don't know. Uh, but if I had to put someone there, maybe Robert De Niro at number three. Maybe number th- number three is kind of hard because there's a lot of people okay. who I think okay. fit on that list. But my top two are undoubtedly those two.
2: I'll go with my number three as Gene Hackman. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite movies of all time is Hoosiers. Oh, um, <laughs>
1: uh, <wow. laughs> mom's
2: do. love it. Oh, wow. <laughs> love it.
0: Tom Cruise gonna make your list probably you gonna be number three.
2: Um, Tom Cruise makes the top list of. Trash human <laughs> beings of all time. Come on. <laughs> Terrible. Um, Russell Crowe? My guess.
0: Come on now. It's your boy. Gla- hey, Gladiator was like that. I can't name any of his other movies, but
2: uh, I love Gladiator, bro. I'm more of a movie guy than that. And Denzel Washington would probably be my number two. Uh, he's he's um, killing
0: anything he goes into.
2: Otherwise, I mean, like, Tom Hanks is, is legit, but if I'm going to go with like great movies that I loved in Top Dogs, there's your list, yeah. I'll probably have to go with Anthony Hopkins. Okay, or Jack Nicholson.
1: Sounds the Lambs is amazing.
2: Sounds the yeah. Lambs. Jack Nicholson's had like if you ever watched The Shining, like I'm sorry, I know that it's old, no, but it's that's, so yeah, good, that's a good one, for sure. For
1: yeah,
0: bro. The more I look at Denzel Washington's filmography, The Equalizer, Man on Fire, uh, he's the good.
2: Book of Eli. Book of oh Eli, my God. It, it, remember the Titans, bro. Come
0: on, Killer.
2: <laughs> Will Smith is not on anybody's uh, well great list right now. No. But he has, he has some seriously one. great shows and movies and music. He's one of the he most had talented individuals the
1: Yeah, he
0: really did have an incredible. Uh, his, run. his his work on Absolutely. Fresh Prince is probably some of my favorite stuff ever.
2: Yep, he's great funny funny guy. Does amazing movies. I mean, and changes his body for like uh, Ali Are was. Are you just saying this cuz you're, you're
0: scared he's going to listen to us and slap you if you don't say this?
2: I hope you do to slap me.
0: <laughs> I, I had promise to, I'm sorry, you I had won't to. go the same.
2: <laughs> no, I, I do. It agree. will not go down the same way. Will
0: Smith way. is probably in my top ten for sure. I agree.
2: He's yeah, really good.
0: When you got Johnny Jordan Q, Oh my god, that was a good movie. That was the one where the kid was in the hospital. And they yeah, a, was oh, good. Geez, that was a yes.
2: killer movie. That was a good movie. Yeah. Forgot about that movie. Well,
1: oh well, yeah. You got Jordan. I mean, all right, number three. Hmm.
0: That's interesting. By the way, before you say it, Jordan, I just I'm I I thought you would go more 80s, but that's interesting where you went or, or Ryan.
2: I mean Gene Hackman Gene is Hackman's older for sure. Denzel's been around for a minute. He got some,
0: but he's still in it now. I don't think
2: Gene Hackman's still doing he definitely
0: anything right.
1: Did really, really good. Yeah,
2: could be wrong. Why not? not. Yeah. <laughs> Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix did some good stuff. Joaquin
1: Phoenix was awesome yeah. for a while. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of. Brad Pitt's done a uh, lot of good
2: movies. Not I, a fan, but he's I, done yes. a lot of great movies.
0: He's got some really good ones.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm actually gonna have to say number three for me. Just because I don't know, the time that his movies hit and everything just I don't know. It it just hit it perfect for, for my sense of humor at the time. Um Jonah Hill. What? Three. Yeah. Jonah Hill number three. He's actually got the uh, Jerry Garcia role for the new uh, Grateful Dead. Yeah.
2: Here we go. Oliver
0: Stone movie. (laughs) (laughs) all tied in. There you go.
2: Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Number
1: two. Actually, I got to go number two, Denzel Washington. Okay. Okay. So we're all there with him. Very solid. Very actually there. And I I actually have to say... Tom Hanks,
0: yeah. Oh, look at us go! Here's what go- is going on, y'all? Dude, never Joe- happens. It's hard <laughs> to argue. It's hard, yeah. But, you
2: can't. None of them star in my favorite movie of all time. Al Pacino stars in my favorite movie. Name it, guys. Name my favorite movie.
1: Oh, Al Pacino. Are we talking about? Are we talking about, uh, we talking about uh, Goodfellas? Nope. Okay.
2: Hmm. Uh it a goo. The house, of, the, think the house of Gucci? <laughs> <Al
0: Pacino. laughs> Come on, bro. Oh, Godfather? Oh, Scarface. Scarface is one of, Yeah. That's bro. Nope. The Godfather's the other one. Wow. That's like the most two that he's yeah, most Godfather's like one. he's okay. in on. Okay, hold on. We got to think. We got to think, like like, think like Ryan. We got to think like Ryan. It's got to be okay. something ridiculous. Devil's Advocate. What did you say?
1: Devil's Advocate? Oh.
0: Sea of Love.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Donnie Brasco. <laughs> uh, I'm
0: okay. really surprised about the Godfather. See, that, that's kind of interesting. Uh,
2: okay. You don't know Jack? This is this is my favorite movie of all this time. Of all time. Mm-hmm.
1: Dick Tracy? No, no.
2: No, it's a terrible movie.
1: Oh, it's a terrible movie. Okay, okay. This this helps. Um.
2: This, uh, Jack, he was in Jack and Jill. I think, I think. He, he plays a blind. Ocean's Thirteen. He plays blind. Plays blind, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm a lot heat. I believe it was from 1992, maybe in three. Stand
1: 1992, the, the, okay. no. the uh, Gary Glenn Ross. <laughs> Gary,
2: Jesus Christ, Glenn Gary Glenn I, Ross. I better, I better Google the movie and see if he's if even in the movie. He's come in on, bro. Jesus Christ. Y'all <laughs> are making me nervous now. I'm
0: pretty sure it's him. Irishman. I don't, bro. Yeah. Was he
2: the main star? Uh, yeah, I would think so. 88 minutes? Look at the pictures. It looks just like Al Pacino. Oh, my God, bro. 19, 1992.
1: Okay, so for Al Pacino, 1992. Oh,
0: my God. If There's The Godfather, there's yeah. Scent of a Woman, and Glenary, Glenary Glen Rose? Scent of a Woman. Yeah. Scent of a Woman is your favorite all-time what? movie
2: this the best movie of all time. Watch it.
0: I don't even know. I've never even heard of it, bro. Oh. It can't be the best if I've never I... even heard of the damn movie.
2: It's not what you think it is, and it is very good. Frank is a retired lieutenant colonel in the uh... U.S. Army.
0: He's blind and impossible to get along with. Sounds okay. Charles is at school and look, is looking forward to going to college to help any...
2: Charles! <laughs> 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 oh, come here, Charles!
0: <laughs>
1: Honorable mention, what's his... Um, did, he any award
2: told him, did he win any awards? Hold on, did he win any awards? No, not. bro, there's nothing on this. It's such a good movie, I'm telling <laughs> you. It's such it. a good movie. That's I, I remember people's favorite liking movie? It. Oh, by far. Oh, I will yes. say
0: this, though. On IMDb, it got an 8 out of 10, and it got 90, 90, pretty much 90% of Rotten Tomatoes. So do, there are people out there who agree that it is a good movie. Can I just mention on my list, if I had to put an honorable mention, it's Meryl Streep. Oh, Can I just say that?
1: Meryl Streep's okay. amazing. Uh, Dennis Hoffman is Dennis up there Hoffman too. is
0: not up there. Oh yeah, what? Raymond? No, hold on, hold on. I'm, feeling I'm feeling. I'm feeling. I'm thinking of Philip Seymour. Every, I don't know why. When you. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah dude, you're way off. You're you, Sam tonight.
2: Tonight, can we go back in time just one, for one second? Sure. I'd like to read you the accolades from this movie. Oh no. Best <laughs> screenplay adapted. Bo, go, Bo Goldman nominated. Martin Brest was nominated twice for Best Director and Best Picture. Is- Al Pacino won Best Actor for Academy Awards. These are Academy Awards. Best Screenplay um, for Academy Awards. He- Bo- there was, there was nothing listed when I looked at it,
0: but it, I told you, it did say 8 out of 10, 90% rotten. So they there were people. I, I remember people talking the about it. Film and,
2: and TV Awards. Thomas Newman uh, for Film Music Award won. Chris O'Donnell, most promising actor, one that, that was a lie. <laughs> that Whoa. was a lie. He Whoa. Was not, didn't end up as good as he thought he was going to be, but... Um, Robin, go away. Um, let's see here. Best motion picture drama for the Golden Globes, won. Uh, best actor in motion picture drama, Al Pacino, one. Best supporting actor, Chris O'Donnell, nominated, not one. Best screenplay, O Goldman, won. Like, they were nominated for like a cajillion awards for that. Wow. Okay, I always mention to people and they never know what it is. Ever. I was twelve. Great movie. <laughs> wow.
0: So I'm looking up the highest um like with the highest grossing movies of all time. If I gave y'all this list, it would blow right, y'all's epic. mind. how did that go how for did it. that let's go? Do it. Okay. You want me to start at ten or you want to go to one down?
2: 10. Okay, let's start at ten. Let's, ten let's start, at yeah,
0: one point five Five one billion dollars.
2: We all know that Avatar was a one at one point in time. Okay, I don't, I'm not trying yes. to ruin it, but that You'll, you will I'm, never I'm guess back number
0: back ten. Now. You will never guess number ten at one point five billion dollars. I'm going to go
1: with Men in Black three. Nope. Ryan,
2: um, number ten would like it wasn't a of a woman. Avenger, even. Avengers. If if that's any a war. good
0: guess, but no, uh, it is Fast and the Furious seven. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Trash. Yep. Number okay.
0: nine. One point five one point nine. Uh, or one point five one. It just has a little more. little more. Uh, superhero movie. I'll give you that. It, Air, Iron nope. Man three. It, it is Marvel though. Number nine. Ryan had it right. In number ten. It's
2: the Avengers. Uh, I'm being silly. Avengers, yeah. if any no,
0: Just regular Avengers, the original. Number okay. nine, which makes sense. I think we all love that movie. So oh, yeah. number eight, oh, very good. This, yeah, uh, this is an older movie that we grew up with. It's a Disney. 1.6 oh, billion. Uh,
2: Lion King. I remember the Incredibles being very high up there. What did you say, Jordan? Um,
0: Lion King. It is the Lion King. Yep, that is it. Oh, okay. It's Lion King. Number seven at 1.67 billion dollars. This is the newest version of this one. There's been two remakes. If
2: it's a new hope, I, I'm gonna go jump off a building. No, nope has
0: to do with dinosaurs. It is Jurassic Park, number seven. Okay. The, the, with, uh, <laughs> and, oh, the the newest one. Jurassic Park's amazing. With oh, the newest one, newest one Not the newest, newest. The original the the, the, Jurassic the Park, newest worlds? or the reboots. You know what I mean? Where it's like. Where he's like holding off the 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 raptors and stuff.
1: We're talking about blue and the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, that one. The first, one. Was the first one of in the society.
0: Yeah. Just, okay. Just Jurassic World. That's what it's called. Number Jurassic six. There we go. Is another Marvel superhero one at one point eight three billion. Say it, Ryan.
2: Infinity War. I, I I I I feel like that was high up there. Nope. No. It's
0: high. That one is on the list. It's higher what? up though.
2: Really? Yep. Winter Soldier? Winter so-
0: no, <sighs> it was 10.
2: <laughs> no. I mean, that's Captain, not terrible, but it's not. Captain America was pretty <laughs> good. Captain America
0: but- was good. Uh, my wife, don't, don't talk to her about it. She hated it. Uh, it is Spider-Man No Way really? Home. I actually thought this was the highest uh-huh. one. It's actually number six on the list. I was told that this was the highest. I got 93 in Rotten Tomatoes, which is... That's the one that came out last December where it was like they did the... Uh, multiple. Yeah, it did make it all the way through, man.
1: did make it all the way through. Uh, number
0: five at $2 billion. We're now on the two. Uh, and it is also another Marvel. I didn't know Marvel killed it like this, but th- they do. They got it together. Yeah, why do you think they released them? Like how, how they, they did. did? Yeah, no. They...
1: And then released the,
0: the Fantastic oh Four
1: God, trash and everything else. Four. What the well, hell
2: is that? That's because... Was it because the Grateful Dead did something interesting <laughs> to do some kind of joke?
0: Uh, I mean, <laughs> if you're talking about Doctor Strange, then yeah. Oh, my God, bro. Okay, what's number five? I y'all did think? like Doctor two, two, two billion. What do y'all think? Is it, it is Marvel. Just just name one out. What do you think? Um, Infinity War. Infinity War. Age of Ultron. I, eventually, I got to get it, it right. That's right, boys. <laughs> got it right. It it right. Is. 85% of Number four will make you throw up. Two point, uh, 2.07 billion, a little bit more than uh, Infinity War. It is in the Disney lineup, and I'll say this: Is it, it the New
2: Hope Star Wars? Because if it is, I I, I hate it.
0: Oh, we're talking it about is Star Wars.
2: Um,
1: it is Star it, Wars. It, it's, Jedi, uh, it's a New Hope. No, no. It's, not a new hope. no, it's um,
0: what's the the one with the last well, one? With Rogue. No, no, it's The Force Awakens, the first one of the last uh, movie, bro. No. <laughs> oh
2: my God. Terrible. Terrible, yeah. Any of them would have but it, it, There would was have been so
0: much buildup and hype behind this movie because they were oh, rebooting everything yep. back up again, so we didn't know who yep. we were going to see. We just knew that there was going to be Luke inside there. We knew that Leia was going to be in there, and that's what I think really pushed it, but if they would have actually told us what it was, I don't think it would have done so good, but... That is number yeah. four.
2: You don't you can't start the movie out like like presenting the movie with a hey, Luke's a troll and the chick's wrapped up in bandages. Yep. She looks like a mummy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can't start it with that.
1: And there's little penguins that uh,
0: look like um sea so, uh, lions. Okay. Let's move on <laughs> to number three. And this one here is a classic. And I say classic, I mean everyone might rank this in the top movies of all time. Titanic. There you go. Titanic. 19- okay. Titanic.
2: 2. Yeah. $2.2
0: $2 billion. And that's crazy because billion in the nineties is wild. Oh, wild. Yeah. I knew girls that watched it two months straight every single
1: weekend
2: <laughs> <laughs> at the movie theater. <laughs> there it is. In, <laughs> it, it's, it's saving private Ryan on there. At all all? All? We
0: can go lower and I'll see, but it's not in the top. So this is number two. Number two is at 2.7, which is now 500 million over Titanic. Two point seven billion dollars. I'm Avatar. still
2: sticking with with my. I, I always remember being told Avatar was number one, but so what do you think number two is?
1: Something beat Avatar.
0: Ninety four percent score, and I ain't gonna lie to you. I did. I like. I liked the movie, but I didn't like it that much. But it is Marvel. Oh, Avengers End Is this, this uh, is where we're at? Avengers Endgame. Game. Okay. Yeah. I Why? I honestly thought the original Avengers was better than Endgame. I ain't gonna lie to you. This is the shock factor of it all. That's when everything had. It's not about me. how
2: good it was. It's about how much hype there, there was and that, how many and people got, spent their really, money on it.
0: Exactly. Everyone had went and saw all the movies. There was so much build up. Was everyone gonna come back to life after Thanos snapped his fingers? Like they did a really, really, really good job marketing and building it up. But as a film yep. altogether, it wasn't my favorite. I think the original. Okay. I think the original uh, <laughs> Avengers was was better. To be honest with you. And then number one, we all know it. I'm surprised it's still number one. Yeah, it's Avatar. Avatar 2.8. Yeah, but why though? Have y'all watched Avatar? It really it wasn't was that the first one that had legit 3D to it. Like, was yeah, that so what it was? that was
2: the, the first. Though. Yeah, the first movie that actually had a legitimate 3D, and it was, uh, like the colors were were so much different than what you would expect to see even in the like commercials. Kind of it was windows, such a random yeah. idea, and it looked good. And I couldn't wait to see it. I saw it like three times. Loved it. Because
1: I saw Tron, and Tron
0: was decent in 3D, but Avatar was better. Sergoni Weaver.
2: Sergoni
1: Weaver, yes.
0: Okay, fair. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to this week's episode. Go check out our Instagram, our Facebook. Uh, We have a link tree linked inside of our Instagram, so you can kind of go check out all of our different platforms that's linked on there. And until next week, we'll catch y'all later. Bye.